Hi, and welcome to Average Joe's Football Podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm here with Tim. How's it going, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to Super the Super Bowl, Bowl 57. That's what I was going to say, Tim. How did you know that? Because uh, I've been researching and doing my you know prep work for this. I mean, I did too, but I always forget the small things. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I'm the detail guy. Yeah, you put the gas cap on, but you don't hear it click. It falls off. I'm that kind of guy. My car doesn't even has have a gas cap anymore. You just ask Alexa to open the gas cap. No, it's like <laughs> yes, Alexa, open up. My... And never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, different podcast. Does your car have a gas cap still? It's a 2011. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mine's like an easy cap or like an easy fill thing. My Fiesta so, is like that. Yeah. So it just yeah, you, know, you just <laughs> no. N- n- my little door, I push it. <laughs> 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 For you Classic. kids, you kids listening to this, that's an old gas cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it used to be ninety cents for a gallon of gas. I saw a video of these girls who were trying to find the gas cap for a Tesla. Dude, <laughs> why you shouldn't be owning a Tesla? They, to, oh my gosh! They opened the trunk and pulled something out <laughs> and started putting the nozzle there. <laughs> All these guys were just laughing at him. Oh my god! If my kid put gas Ooh. in the trunk of my sixty thousand dollars Tesla, I'd probably sell him. To oh my yeah, new Tesla. Mm-hmm. I have so many things to say. I can't say on this podcast right now. You're a lot on the black market. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I was going along those lines, but more specific. But, um, but yeah, uh, Super Bowl Fifty Seven. It's exciting. The Chiefs are. I think they are the heavy favored. Um, maybe not in the numbers, but I don't. I yeah, mean, I was just going to check the line. Yeah, Philly, the Chiefs by one point five. Chiefs by one and a half? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that's not a heavy favorite as far as numbers, but I think I think this is a chance for Jalen Hurts to actually solidify himself as an elite. Um, I feel like if you lose this game, not that he's a bad quarterback, but then you start getting the uh, the Kirk Cousins, the quarterbacks, the Matt Ryans that get you right there and just, just yeah. not, not that elite elite, that man, he's talented quarterback. Right. Um yeah, I mean, I do feel like the Chiefs have the experience there. The, I mean, the Eagles, that team was there, what, six years ago? Mm-hmm. Um, so there are some guys that have carried over, like Jason Kelsey. Um, but the Chiefs had Mahomes, and he's just a freak. And it's one of those things where it's even when he's on one leg, he can beat you. Yeah, that's. It. I, I said that to my family. I'm like, honestly, I can get so mad at him for beating us or whatever, but like the football lover in me, it's just is that he has a tough kid. He is. He really was. And, um, and like nobody's really talking about his ankle, and he tweaked it against the Bengals. Yeah, he has a high ankle sprain. He shouldn't be walking on that thing. Right. Like it's yeah, crazy. I mean, he was getting like six hours a day rehab, not even practicing, just to see if he could keep the pain away. Um, I did find a meme. It was like the day after we recorded last week that both of Carson Wentz's backup quarterbacks have now led the Eagles to Super Bowls. Yeah, but Carson that's true. Didn't. That's true. Well, I mean, Carson got them the one seed. He we he, talked about he that. got them to the well, yeah, because he I think he dropped out like two games left in the season. I think so. And then like Nick that. Foles just carried him to the promised land. Mm-hmm. And now he's got that statue we looked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've um, uh, so some of the football people that I listen to besides us, because I also listen to us, you know, yeah. um, they're talking about how Jalen Hurts. Um, so I think it was Doug Peterson who drafted him because <clears throat> I think Sirianni's in was second year there. Yeah. 
So, um, like when they fired Peterson and hired Sirianni, everybody was like, well, we're not sure what they're going to do with Hurts. Um, Sirianni came into a press conference wearing a Jalen Hurts shirt. Solid. And so it was like, we support this guy. After, um, you know, he had played under Peterson and then got benched in the last game. Yeah. Which was super weird. And so he made these comments last week about how, you know, there are people who don't even want me here type of thing. Did you yeah. hear that? No, I, did. I didn't. Yeah. he And the reporter kind of probed about it. Like, what do you mean? Like the fans or the organization or yeah. what? And he kind of like skirted around it. But it was this thing where he was drafted in the second round and they had Carson Wentz, which at the time Carson Wentz was still a solid mm-hmm. quarterback. I mean, yeah. you know, he had been hurt, but he was coming off, you know, MVP type seasons. And so the Philly fans are obviously tough and they were upset about that. And I think they booed when they drafted him. Um, but he's turned it around. I mean, he is an MVP candidate. Like that city loves him, obviously. Well, yeah. It's like, an, it's like those big cities like that. You get to New York to Philadelphia is like those fans are probably the most ruthless you're going to find. But if they like you, they'll probably kill somebody for you. Too. Oh yeah. Like it, it's, 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 I'm sure it's a hard environment to play in because, you know, if, when you're winning, like, it's a high you can't you can't find again. Mm-hmm. But when you're losing, you just want to put your head under the dirt more than you do when you're just normally losing. Right. I mean, that's why Wentz got chased out of town. Yeah, because, I mean, because he, he was, I think, between the money, the whining, and the fact that he just wasn't even – it wasn't like he was even having, like, a kind of off year back then. He just – he just – he really was struggling. He couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. He needed a reset, which apparently still hasn't come. But one day, Tim. <laughs> one day. One day. When, I think when he gets his ego in check and realizes he's a talented quarterback, yeah. he needs to stop thinking he's, like, the second coming. I think as soon as – and I'm being serious. Like, as soon as that, like, hit, he's like – I can play football. I just have to be smarter about it. Mm-hmm. So I think he'll be a good fill-in quarterback for a year or two or a good backup, but I think he's got to come to terms with that or get past whatever mental block is there. Right. Me. There's something going on with Wentz because we've seen him play before. Right. So we've gone way, way off on Wentz, but yeah. I mean, talking about Philly, I mean, because Hurts, I, I think Hurts probably used that, put a chip on his shoulder, but I, I don't think you could talk to any Eagles fan right now and be like, yeah, we don't want him here. Oh, yeah, no. Like, nobody would, no. Well, the same with Sirianni. Like, it was, I think it was his first press conference where he just looked nervous and, yeah. like, flop sweaty and just. Well, I get it. That's going to yeah. be nervous. Because coordinators don't. When you're a coordinator, you're not interviewing. Right. Um, it, it's very different. Um, but, yeah, he's, and you're and a new coach. You don't want to have to draft a quarterback. But yeah. how many times do you take over a great situation and there's a great – how many times does a quarterback or a coach get fired with a great quarterback in play? Exactly. I can think of, like, two off the top of my head, which would be McCarthy um, and then um, – oh, my gosh. Sean Payton. Sean Payton. There it is. Oh, yeah, those, those are – well, if Russell pr- produces and yes. Those are the two that come to the top of my head that a coach has actually been fired and you have a great quarterback in place. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. So. Speaking of coaches, mm-hmm. one of the big storylines, this is the Andy Reid Bowl. Okay. Um, you know, he was the coach with the Eagles uh, back in the aughts. The aughts? The 2000s. You called it the aughts? That's what that decade is called. God, I'm so out of touch with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so they had, you know, Donovan McNabb and mm-hmm. they had T.O. for a little bit. And that, that stretch where he got them to a Super Bowl, uh, but they just ran up against Brady and yeah. the buzzsaw of the Patriots. How many careers has he ruined? Exactly. I mean, exactly. I can think of Matt Ryan. Jake DeLome in Jake Carolina. Jake DeLome. Not Cam Newton. That was Manning. Who else? 
Uh, what did he stomp? It wasn't Eli Manning, that's for sure. I mean, he beat Kurt Warner. That was his first one. Yeah, he did. Which, Kurt, and they would have gone back to back. Yeah. On that. Yeah, he beat a lot of great quarterbacks mm-hmm. um, and good teams, but yeah. um, not not Eli. Not Eli. Not on his watch. Not Eli. No. Um, but yeah, so Rhea's. I don't even know how many other coaches have taken two teams to a Super Bowl. It's got to be. I feel like if Sean Payton does it, then that would be probably like two or three. Yeah. <laughs> like, if that happens. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he's been great with KC for a while. It's not his first Super Bowl with the Chiefs. Um, but just, I, I'll be curious to see, because I don't remember what the circumstances were when he left. I think he got fired. Yeah, he got fired. But I mean, I, he just he, he missed the. I think he missed. The, they lost Super Bowl, and then next season they had an eh, mm-hmm. and then they got rid of him. But I feel like enough time has passed where those Philly fans will be like, ah, Andy, we love you. Oh yeah, I mean any any player like AJ Green just retired, for example, from the Bengals. Like I love AJ Green. He made it was like seven eight years. He just dominated the NFL. Oh yeah, he only went to the Cardinals for two years. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bother me. Like I I still love the guy. He made my life fun. Like when Tanny Hill. Retires. I'll, I still love Tannehill because he gave me like four years of just fun watching football. So, I mean, you can you can get mad maybe in the moment that yeah, you suck, but then you're like, ah, oh, come on, brother, bring it in. Like, right. we had some fun years. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll speak to Andy Reid. His acting ability is on par. <laughs> that State Farm commercial. We were was talking great. about this on Sunday, but it, when he's in that State Farm, just that little I, first time. That's the first time I've ever heard him speak. Because mm-hmm. I guess when, when Kansas City games are on, when the game's over, I just turn it off. I never mm-hmm. watched the interviews. So when I heard him speak, I just and it just it was it was pure awesomeness. Yeah, watching Reed act, he should be in a movie. He's great. Yeah. Speaking of Sunday, if you missed our live stream, uh, where Mike had to eat cheese because he's so bad at pickums. No. Yeah. I'm already up two zero next year, baby. <laughs> and you guys need to watch to figure out why. Yes. <laughs> Mysteries. But it is on Instagram. The full video is on there. Uh, so check it out. See Mike almost throw up a few times. Twice. It, it, honestly, God, like the first one, I, I really I was telling Nicole this earlier because my sister thought I was faking. My sister Ashley <laughs> thought I was faking, and I'm like, no. Like the first one was actually rich. Tastes like smoked salami. I'm like, this is fine. I'm gonna be fine. And then the two, you guys kept talking about the sweaty from this <laughs> Parmesan cheese, and then I saw it. I'm like, it oh sweats. my God, it's actually sweating. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It's all the same crap. That's I almost, that that was probably the closest I came. Because as soon as I got to where it was chewed, like chewing it, it was dry and it wouldn't chew. <laughs> so it was like it's taking my teeth and I'm like, this yep. is it. This is where I, I thought I was going to like at least spit up a little bit. But yep. I'm a man. I toughed it out and ate that cheese. <laughs> You're so tough <laughs> for eating Pure fancy tin. cheese. You're tin. <laughs> Um, but, but as far as the, uh, Super Bowl matchup, so th- the fun thing about this game is these are polar opposite teams. It, it couldn't be more polar opposite. So let's go over a few numbers real quick. So Mahomes complete, he threw the ball 648 times and it had 435 completions to put that in perspective. Jalen Hurts threw the ball 460. <laughs> so Mahomes almost had as many completions as Hurts had attempts. Mm-hmm. Of throwing the ball, Mahomes had 41 touchdowns uh, passing. Hurts had 22. Uh, Pacheco had 830 rushing yards. Uh, Sanders had almost 1300. Um, and Kelsey obviously led the team with 1338 yards. And then AJ Brown had almost 1500 yards. So the receivers, obviously, with Kelsey and Brown are similar. They're, but the the thing with the Eagles is the defense is good. The Chiefs, actually, sorry, the Eagles defense is great. The Chiefs defense is good. But you have a pass-dominant team led by Mahomes. 
And then you have Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders it, it just running this just insane rush attack. Like, it, and those are both diff- opposite games. Yeah. Like, if the Eagles get up early, the Chiefs are in trouble because they're going to run down their throats. But if the Chiefs get up 10-0, to all of a sudden it, it becomes a different ball game real quick. Yeah, and I was just looking at Jalen Hurts' rushing numbers. He had 750 yards on the ground. So yeah. between him and Sanders, they were a 2,000-yard running back. How many touchdowns did he have? Did he have that? He had 13. 13? Dang. 13 rushing touchdowns. So he led the team in rushing touchdowns. That's insane. Plus his 22 passing. So he accounted for 35 touchdowns. Yeah. That's amazing. You know how much money he's making? It's like two points. Yeah, it's not a lot. Yeah, he's due for a pay up, pay up right? Yeah, I saw an article today. It was on ESPN where it was talking about the best value quarterbacks for this year. And there was a lot of, like, their formula that they used had a lot of numbers in it, like the average, I think it was the average salary for quarterbacks that have been in the league past their rookie deal. And they had guys broken down based on their rookie deal and what their projected stats were and all this stuff. And so basically when it came down to it, Mahomes was the best value quarterback past a rookie contract, mm-hmm. and Hertz was the best value quarterback under a rookie contract. Absolutely. Like I mean, he, and he was expected to do nothing, really. Yeah. Well, that's even better. There's no expectation. He exactly. costs nothing. I mean, do you think anybody time in the NFL? So the, the way the first-round picks work, if you're not familiar, you get four years of pretty much guaranteed money. You can cut them, do yeah. whatever. They get that money. There is a fifth-year option embedded in every first-round contract. And if they pick it, you'll see a lot of articles that say they picked up the option, they declined the option. Basically, what that means, correct me if I'm wrong here, but if they pick up the option, it takes an average of the top five players at that position, averages the money, and that's what they make. I think that's what it is. I'll take your word for it. It, it, it sounds good when I said it. Right? <laughs> uh, that's, that's half the battle. Yeah, it's something the, like that. The it's, franchise tag is the top ten or twelve average, right? Yes, that, that's the top. That might be the top five or ten. It, 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 it's, it's one of the other. Yeah, it's it's a very good amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's the big difference. Because like Joe Burrow is on his third year, Herbert's on his end of his third year, his fourth year is next year, but they'll probably sign him anyway to a deal. Um, Hertz doesn't have that option, so this is his. I think this is his second to last year. Mm-hmm. On his rookie rookie deal, so they're going to have to sign him. They'll probably do this off season. I'm assuming you have to give him all the money in the world. Yeah, because he was the same draft, right? He was As Burrow and Herbert. Yes, so he was 2022. He played 20, 21, 22. Yeah, so yeah. this is this will be four, year four. I, and with him going to the Super Bowl, I just don't see. It. Especially if he wins it. Oh yeah, there's no way this kid doesn't get 40 million a year. Right, he deserves it. Oh yeah, like he's. Built well, like he's one of those running quarterbacks, and there's always that hesitation mm-hmm. that they're not going to hold up. But he is so strong, and has just been like he was a power lifter in high school. His dad was a coach, so like mm-hmm. I'm sure his dad was you know pounding into him, you know, staying healthy and staying like on a good diet and all that stuff. And so he's obviously he dealt with some injuries this year, but. He's built so well. He he kind of reminds me of like a Russell, where he's not going to take huge hits. Well, yeah, yeah. He's he's very smart. He's very intelligent. And the different the vehicle, like so, like Hurting, he squats six hundred pounds. It's insane. That's in college. That's it's not insane. even talking NFL. So he, he's obviously been out of the league. He, he, I think the NFL diet and workout routines are very different, more intense. But look at him compared to Lamar. And Hurts was out because of his shoulder, not because of his ankle. Right. And you get those. Cam Newton's with the hurt knees and ankles and the RG3s and the Lamars. Oh, so that's where I feel like I'm scared to give him money. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, he's, he's even like in the NFC Championship game, he barely ran the ball. I think he ran like four times in the third quarter, and like yeah, he didn't have to do a whole lot. In that no, game. he didn't. But it was, it's great. Like you don't need it. You don't need to put him on your like. You can throw the ball. He's better. He's a better quarterback throwing the ball than Lamar is. I mean, uh, I, I would definitely argue that, and he's smart with running. So yeah. But I'll be curious what happens because this this Chiefs defense is they don't deal with a ton of scrambling quarterbacks. Like Herbert's athletic. Russell is athletic, but he won't run. And yeah. Carr is far from athletic. Right. <laughs> and they play them six times a year. Yeah. I mean, they struggled with Josh Allen uh, earlier mm-hmm. this year. And that was before Buffalo really started to struggle down the stretch. So, yeah, it will be interesting. Um, before I, I want to talk about that, but before I do, the other thing is the Kelsey's. Oh, yeah, the, the Kelsey Bowl. The Kelsey Bowl. So we have the Andy Reid Bowl and the Kelsey Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jason and Travis Kelsey are, I think they're the first brothers to play each other in the Super Bowl. They are. Yeah. Uh, both went to UC, so they're kind of hometown guys. They're from Cleveland. But, you know, came to the right town for college. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but, yeah, so that would be super cool. Travis Kelsey is just a freak. Yeah, and, he's like 32. So, like, yeah. I get hurt sitting on the couch, and I'm yeah. 33. So, I don't know how. I mean, he's getting hit. Like, you you hit tight ends hard because mm-hmm. you're trying to take them down. You have to. They have to be about 100 pounds. Like, yeah. he takes all kinds of hits, and he just, he just keeps on going. And he somehow gets open. Yeah, I don't I, – I've never really – understood that like basketball i kind of get because it's so quick and everything like you can mm-hmm. set screens but, like you can't do that in football no he is if you shut down travis kelsey that offense becomes so one-dimensional like you're using these ragtag group of receivers trying right to win and it's like with tyreek it was different you couldn't you couldn't double team kelsey right now i actually believe you can put a linebacker underneath and chase him in a safety over top and he can never get a completion but he'll find a way to get open. He, he, it's he, wild. Yeah, he will. I mean, he'll still yeah. find some way. But, like, you should be able to do that. And for some reason, it just can't be done. Yeah. It is wild to me. Yeah. And then Jason Kelsey is just a freak at center where he's, like, he's a pulling center all the time on runs and yeah. stuff. And just. Well, they'll show him, like, on a run on the pull to the left. Like, he's, like, five yards forward. Yeah. He's, like, laying people out. Like, he's incredible. Yeah, that's something you don't you don't think of for, like, a lineman to be, like, quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not like a, you know, not running a four five or four four or something like that, but they're quick and they can move fast in short distances, mm-hmm. like Gimli in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Us dwarves are natural sprinters, dangerous, dangerous in short distances. distances. We are. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly what I feel like. <laughs> like Kelsey's that you can pull, you can run about 10, 12 yards. Yeah, he uses oxygen, but he ran those twelve <laughs> yards like a man, and he took out guys on the way. Yes. Yeah. It reminds me of Waterboy when they put uh, uh, Bobby Boucher out in front. He takes out like uh, four people, and the quarterback just throws his hand and throws Bobby and the next guy and takes his legs out. Yep. That's Jason Kelsey, minus like 150 pounds. He weighs 380. Or Kelsey, so I was going to say, Kelsey is not 380. <laughs> so I said 380. I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> who's who's fact checking me? <laughs> right. Because he's only like 6'1. Like, he's not super tall. Yeah. Like, only 6'1. That's short for offensive lineman. Yeah, it's actually very small for offensive lineman. Yeah, he's very short compared to his brother. Yes, That's next to each other, it's quite funny actually. Yeah, but yeah, it's it, it, you couldn't have gone more opposite ways. Mm-hmm. Like the big, big lineman that have huge athletic tight end. There's not much of a yeah. Like a tight end alignment are similar, but a Travis Kelsey tight end is very different than an exactly. Offensive exactly. That's the big one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, is there a like a single player that you think needs to have a big game for their team to win. Like obviously you need Mahomes and Hurts to play well 
And don't say the obvious. Right. Like an X Factor player that people aren't thinking of. I would say AJ. Um, AJ Brown. I love he played in Tennessee. I love him. I hope he wins, but I really want my I want my money, so I hope the Chiefs win. <laughs> um, but he he's so you don't even need to if you watch him, his game is not down the field. He'll catch five yard passes in a twenty yard game because mm-hmm. he's faster than you and he's bigger than you. It's like it, him and Metcalf are so similar in that way. Uh, I feel I feel like Metcalf a little bit more over the top, but AJ yeah. loves the five six yard slants and he'll take them. I feel like if you can if you can make those linebackers or those D backs back up because mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen if they can establish the passing game, saying like we are going to throw, you are not going to stop us. And they can get because Devontae Smith is phenomenal. Yeah. He's not AJ Brown. No. And I think if AJ take if AJ gets a hundred yards, I don't see how they lose this game because at that point they can probably just shove it down Mahomes' throat and just run it straight through the defense and they'll they'll gas him. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, I think um you know, Mahomes is gonna find a way to score. Cause I mean he like he's done that all year. He did that in the AFC Championship game. So I really think it comes down to the Philly offense versus the Chiefs defense. And he had a big game against Cincy. I think uh, Chris Jones needs to be huge. Like, that Philly offensive line is very, very good. Yes. And if you're not getting pressure on Jalen Hurts, like forcing him out, you're going to struggle. Like, he – he can dump it off to AJ. He can dump it off to Miles Sanders. He can get it to Goddard, a tight end. Yeah, Goddard's very talented. Yeah, like, and if you give him time, he can find Devontae Smith deep. So, you know, I think Chris Jones really needs to get after him. Like, Chris Jones has been pretty pedestrian in the playoffs in his career. Mm-hmm. Like, last, I guess, last week against the Bengals uh, was the first time he got sacks in the playoffs. Yeah. He got two of them. And they were huge. And really got Kansas City the win. So I think he's my, like, X-Factor person. But, like, digging into, like, so just, like, I learned all this from Madden, funny enough. That's how I learned a lot about football. But you have to spy Hurts. So now you have to, and again, my my wife tells me I talk too fast and I talk over people's head. Not that I'm a genius, but I just ramble a lot. But so a QB spies where you pull a linebacker, or usually it's a linebacker, and they don't rush, and they don't go into coverage. They literally just follow the quarterback around. So if he tries to run, you have an automatic defender ready to at least slow him down so his gains are minimal compared to you don't you get a Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts running, you have a problem. Mm-hmm. But the problem with that is if you have good receivers, it doesn't work because instead of having you in the zone, now instead of a middle linebacker covering the middle, now that middle linebacker is not paying attention to anything else except for Jalen Hurts. That's mm-hmm. one less person in coverage. That's one less person rushing the passer, and Hurts is faster than all your defensive linemen. So, yep. good luck. Like that, it's going to be a problem. Yeah, because you're basically having to commit five guys to the quarterback each play. Yeah, it's basically ten on ten instead of like eleven on ten. I feel mm-hmm. like because you're, you're literally losing. No, usually you don't have someone match up the quarterback, so you have that extra person right. in coverage or like blitzing. But not when you he, they have to spy. There's no other way to beat them. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. So, who are you leaning towards? I mean, pure talent-wise, I, I don't know. I don't know how you pick against Mahomes. I have no, I, I no logical person can line up and say, "Here's why the Eagles are going to win." I, I don't think. I think if you're a fan, you think that. I mean, but logically, I have no dog in the fight. Except I want Mahomes to win. So I give him money, <laughs> which we talked about. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I just if I had to put on, you were like hundred dollars right now. What are you doing? 
I picked the Chiefs. They've been there. They know how to do it. They still have Kelsey. Mahomes is going to be three weeks or two weeks extra healed from his high ankle sprain. I just don't see a world where they lose this game. But if they do their crap where they can't get up early and they can't count, they, they get help the field goals again, mm-hmm. and Hurts can get up 14-3, to 14-6, they're going to have a big problem because they're just going to run it at them the whole time. And they have three, two good running back. Boston Scott's not a bad backup, but Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders can tear you apart. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> I like Philly in this so game. Why? Like, I, I think Mahomes is great, and it, he, you know, we can get more into it. We'll, we're going to talk about Brady's retirement, and we'll get more into this at that point. Like, Mahomes is great, and he really needs a Super Bowl if he wants to chase Brady. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I think he has – he won't say that, but I think he has that motivation in the back of his mind. Like, I want to be the greatest. I know what my target is, and if I lose this one, I like – Falling behind, falling way behind. At least that target is, is now stopped. At least right. for the time being, so it's, he's not going to keep climbing. Right. So I think he's going to be very motivated. I I just don't trust the Chiefs' defense. Yeah. And that Philly, the Philly team as a whole has just been like a well-oiled machine all year. Like yeah. Philly's pass rush is great. Their secondary is great. Obviously, the offense has been putting up a lot of points. I mean, you know, they had the Giants who were coming off a win against Minnesota and then struggled, and then you had San Francisco that couldn't field a quarterback, unfortunately. So, you know, they had these big wins in the playoffs, but they also – they were still putting up that many points against the 49ers defense. Exactly. Yeah, and that defense should have, you know, held held better than that. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I like the Eagles. I mean, when you have a team that that breaks a record for rushing touchdowns and and sacks in the same season, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah, I mean, that's you can't ask for better like better football to be played on either side of the ball. But you know, can they? Can Hurts go toe to toe with? That, that's what's going to have to happen. Is mm-hmm. can Hurts if my, they get down? Can Hurts go toe to toe with Mahomes? I don't. I don't think so. Right. I think I think overall he has more tools than Mahomes with the ability to run. I think he's a better runner than Mahomes. Mm-hmm. But if you're down 10, that's my fear with Lamar. If you're down 10, you know the run is almost off the table. Can you march down and make it a one-score game? Right. I, I don't know if Hurts can do that. Right. Now with three, four minutes left, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I really, really want to pick the Eagles. But, I like, if gun to my head, I would have to pick the Chiefs. Yeah, if you had $100 to throw on the table right yeah. now. I pick Chiefs. Yeah. It's a logical answer. I hate it. No, the emotional part it. of me wants the Chiefs get the crap kicked out of them. Right. I'm going to keep calling it Burrowhead after that. <laughs> but got no dog in the fight. I'm neutral. All right, Jabroni. Jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I yeah. Think, I think the Chiefs take it. And now the other thing to remember, too, is the Chiefs lost, like, all of their receivers. Yeah. Um, so Hardman's on the IR. He's gone. Juju is questionable in uh, – Tony, or Tony, 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 is Tony. Yeah. Willie Gay is questionable and Ladarius Sneed is questionable. Yeah. That's like, that's five starters. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. So like you're, you're down weapons. So like Mahomes definitely doesn't need to get down 10 points at any point because you're already missing weapons. And if they do show up, which they probably will, are they 100%? Receiver is not 100% because of their leg. You have a problem. Right. <laughs> like, or your, your head or what? I don't know. Like, it's just not good. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, it'll be a fun game to watch. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. 
Not the halftime show, but yeah, the, yeah, I, I, the rest. I told you this on Sunday. I feel like ever since Britney Spears <laughs> got up there with Aerosmith, it's all downhill. Bruno Mars is great. I just... You wouldn't catch a grenade for me, Tim, and that's that's how I draw a line. I'd catch a grenade for him. Oh, they could say me. <laughs> I deflated. <laughs> just gone. That's the podcast. Uh, welcome, everybody. Tim won't take, take a freaking grenade for me. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. It's okay. I forgive you. Oh, that was, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a good mood. Um, but yeah, so that's the Super Bowl. <clears throat> Excited. Next, mm-hmm. uh, It's the next Sunday at 6.30. Or no, 8.30. I can't. See, it's 6.30. I'm telling you, my old eyes are just... Yeah, it's 6.30. I'm like, is that 8? And I squint, it doesn't make any yeah. better. It's like 8.30. My old person. Person. Yeah. That's the worst recovery ever. Yeah, sorry. You said 8.30, and I'm like, oh, gosh, that's going to be yeah, a late I'm night. not going to make it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, 6.30 is nice. Well, 6.30 is fine. Freaking half time is like an hour long. Right. I mean, so, it, it won't be over until 11 anyways. When are they going to make this on a Saturday? I don't... There's nothing. There's nothing else going on. I mean, why is the national championship on a Monday night? That's so stupid, too. Yeah. I don't... It's not prime time. You want a bunch of drunk a-holes to be watching? That's what I want. That's how you get more mm-hmm. viewership. You do it on a Saturday night. Yeah. This place would be lit, yo. I'm sure bars and restaurants would love that, oh too. Oh, my gosh. Like, no yeah. one's going out. I mean, remember our boss, Rita? So, yeah. we worked valet for, like, I did for years. You were there a couple years. Four. Four years. Mm-hmm. And Rita was awesome because <clears throat> she would take every, it doesn't matter who played the Super Bowl, she took Monday off in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. You knew she was just hammered drunk. Yep. And like, it was, I did, watched it for like six years. I'd last every time. Someone had to, I'd have to cover her shift usually on Monday uh-huh. mornings. And I'm like, this is hilarious. <laughs> she did take the party. Oh, yeah. That's when they used to gamble on the Survivor. So they used to do a survivor mm-hmm. pool where, like, you put all 15 participants into a pot. Everyone pulls a random name, and they watch Survivor every Sunday to see who – it's just oh. a random who won. They all put, like – it was, like, 100 bucks. It was something ridiculous, considering there was no talent. It was just a yeah, that's insane. team of backstabbing and safety necklaces or whatever they use. And that's just all random chance? Yeah, and they put, like, 100 bucks on it. Oh, I'm like, y'all have a pro- that, you've crossed the fun into a problem. Section. Right. They, and they've been gambling all kinds of weird stuff. Oh, so, yeah. I digress. All right, what are we diving into Anyways, first here? So let's talk about Brady. All right, let's talk about Brady. Yep, so Tom Brady retired for good. Das Goat. Da, das Goat. Das Goat. That's German. It's German for Das Goat. The Goat. Yeah. <laughs> sure. um, so he released the video on Instagram where he's on the beach and saying he's retired for good. I assume it's actually for good this time. I believe it. seems that. like it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they, like... Instant first ballot Hall of Famer, obviously. Um, you know, the if you look at his stats f- for each decade of his life, so his 20s, his 30s, and his 40s, all three of those decades are Hall of Fame careers on their own. Yeah, like you live with like three different people. Yeah, yeah, like it's insane. Like his, his 30s were the best, where he had like over 300 passing touchdowns and a ton of freaking passing yards and three Super Bowls and all this stuff. Yeah. And, like... He's just, he's a freak. And, um, you know, as much as I hated him in New England, because he was always winning, like he went to Tampa Bay and I didn't hate him as much. Yeah. And like with everything he's gone through in the last year, like it's not that I feel bad for him. He still had a great career and had a pretty good life, but I respect him a lot. Like, oh yeah. Well, go if you haven't watched it, go watch. I'm getting all the free advertising out, but you are. go watch Man in the Arena on Hulu. 
It is amazing, and it digs through. It goes through every single Super Bowl run they have. Oh yeah, even the even the time they lose, like the losses they have in the AFC Championship stuff, they mm-hmm. go through all that. Um, even like they do briefly like his ACL tear and stuff, but it's just they interview everyone, the coaches, the players, like Belichick, everybody. Like and it's just and they cuss and stuff. It's great. It's yeah. it's, it's it's fun seeing the players like that. Like, um, but Ted Bruce. Uh, Teddy Bruschi. Teddy Bruschi, like, just roast Tom Brady. Because when he first came as a rookie, they, like, hated him. Like, oh, here we freaking go. And like, oh, okay, not bad. All right. And then, yeah. you know, six years later, they won, like, three Super Bowls. But check it out. It's fantastic. Yeah, I saw something where – so he played 24 seasons. Mm-hmm. So he made – he won seven Super Bowls. He made 10. Yeah. And I think I saw that his percentage making conference championships was, like, 70%. Like, 70% of those 24 years, he was in the conference championship. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you tell somebody in basketball to go shoot 70%, it's never going to happen. No. Like, Steph Curry is way less likely to make a three than Tom Brady is to make a conference championship. Yeah. Like, it's insane. It's who? So, that's probably the one stat Mahomes is on pace to break right now. Yes. He's only missed, what, one? I think if that, if that, I think it's at least five of the last six years he's been in the conference yeah. championship. I think it's five in a row. Okay, so yeah. maybe that's it. Um, well, what was I going to say? I just blanked out there. Uh, but yeah, I think that's the one thing he can catch him on uh, mm-hmm. as of right now is that. But who is the one that beat Brady? Okay, so so he went to seven. Eli beat him twice. Right. Who's the other one? Philly. Nick Foles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could not. I was like, yeah. what in Atlanta? No. <laughs> who was it? Yeah, um, and those were some great teams too. I mean, that that man is—he well, he was infuriating to play against. I mean, oh yeah. Not only did my Titans have to deal with Peyton Manning twice a year, but like somehow, if we even made into the playoffs, we had to go through Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And it was it was it, it was very fun. It was just the we were just waiting every year to see how Manning and Brady would do. That's pretty much oh, my, yeah. my childhood. Yeah. Well, like it was, um, it was really like Brady, Manning, and Roethlisberger would be the final three of the final four quarterbacks pretty much every year. And then you throw in, you know, a Joe Flacco or a Blake Bortles one year. like (laughs) Some random quarterback. Yeah, just a random fourth quarterback. And now it kind of feels like we're moving towards the AFC is going to be Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen. Yeah. Allen, you know, didn't make it this year. but I know what you're saying, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, those three seem like the guys that are going to kind of take that mantle. And, you know, if they're on your team, that's great for you. All the other teams, it's kind of unfortunate. Yeah. And the weird thing about three is typically you have the two power teams that, that they don't play, right? But if you're that third seed now, you're at some point you're going to the you're going to Mahomes or Allen or Burrow, so you want that second seed at least, if not first, so bad, right? You can avoid that big game until the AFC, just like the Bengals did, the AFC Championship game. Because mm-hmm. if you're three, you're going there. Oh yeah. Um, so that's. Uh, it's an interesting dynamic having three. Yeah. Um, maybe the NFC will get there one day. One day. It's a bunch of train wreck teams. <laughs> yeah. But so the thing I want to talk about with Mahomes as far as like legacy goes, which legacy is whatever. I don't really care. Um, but he is, this is his third Super Bowl. Yeah. So he has the potential to get his second ring, which I was listening to something on the way over here. Uh, Brady... There were four other quarterbacks that have been to three Super Bowls before they turned 28. So it was Brady, Aikman, Elway, and um, there was a guy who was 2-1. I forget who he was. 
It's not Montana, is it? I don't think so. Okay. I can't remember. Yeah. But anyway, so Brady and Aikman were both 3-0. and mm-hmm. Elway was 0-3. And the fourth guy was 2-1. and So Mahomes has the potential to be 2-1. and um, And so he would need five more to catch Brady. That's a daunting. He's 26. So, I mean, that's a daunting number. Yeah. To like Even if, say you went one every other year, which is still hard. Insane. You'd have to play till 36 to make it happen. And that's only happened uh, to a handful of people, quarterbacks, played past 36, 37. Yeah. And, and you know his running is going to slow down. So he's eventually going to have to put a team around him that can throw. I mean, look at Russell. He doesn't run anymore. Like, he's got to right. rely on his arm. That's right. Happened to Cam Newton. I can't, Patrick Mahomes is much, much better than Cam Newton. But yes. you know what I'm saying. Like, once those legs go, you got to be able to, you know, throw the ball. And he can't all day, but you, your running kind of goes away. Mm-hmm. So by the time you hit 34, 35, you're, you're not scrambling around anymore. Right. And so, you know, if he is really – as far as active players go, he is the closest thing to catching Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. But if he loses, like, Hurts is going to have one. He's going to be tied. Yeah. Like, Burrow is nipping at his heels. Burrow doesn't have one yet. No, he'll, he's get a, one. he'll get one. Like Josh Allen is probably going to be there. He'll get one. Um, you know, if he loses this, I, I mean, it's going to be hard to catch Brady, anyways. But if he loses this, there's no way. Yeah, it, there's I mean, no way. You're not going to win it every year. Like it's, you, you, I think we've had what one repeat before. When that was, I think was it. Have we had a repeat before? Oh yeah, but the last one was the Patriots. That's what I thought. In 03 and 04. Yeah, and that's it. And that's what I mean. And Tom Brady's the best quarterback to ever play. So, like, it's well, like not, the Broncos repeat in the 90s and oh, like okay. the Cowboys repeated. And so, it's, it's rare. It's rare, especially um, now. And so, like, you can expect every other year. And again, that would be, you have to have a lot of things fall your way. No injuries. Yeah. Um, you know, the team matchups, other teams' injuries. Like, you, you got to hope for a little bit of help for that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he better, if he wants to catch Brady, he's going to have to win. Yeah. But yeah, so congrats to Brady. Yeah, great career. I can't wait to I can't wait to hear him. Like Romo's right. Great. Romo's right. great at picking the play apart and telling us what's going on. I can't wait to hear Tom Brady's version of this in two years. Oh yeah, because he, he's not starting for another two years. Well, that's the thing. Like Greg Olson has been good. Like I like listening to him too. I, do. I like I like Olson. Nicole can't stand Greg Olson. Well, that's biased. He's not even good. I'm like I'm pretty sure he has. Like, he's like a top ten tight end of he's all a, time. He's a great tight end. He's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I like listening. I, I love the former players. Yeah, especially good quarterbacks. You don't see a lot of them, but like Romo, I love listening to Romo. Mm-hmm. So Brady will be fun to listen to. Yeah, but so that the thing that I want to talk about as far as quarterbacks go, because there was a, there were a lot of rumors that Brady was going to leave Tampa and go to like Vegas or San Francisco or Miami or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now he's out. So like the two big names. As far as quarterbacks go, that can move. I guess there are three, if you want to count Rodgers. I don't think Rodgers is going anywhere. You don't think so? I don't think so. But the other two are Garoppolo and Carr. Who are Carr's definitely leaving. Yeah. I feel like Garoppolo is most likely leaving. Yeah. Um, so what are your thoughts on them before I get into it? So I actually believe Rodgers will leave. I think oh. this was a just disaster of a year. You're paying him a ton of money. And you're dealing with a quarterback that, so the, the I, I will deal with Brady being, he could he could mold retirement for ten years. I don't care because I think he's <laughs> worth it. Rodgers is not, he, he's just not like it, and this year showed he is slipping. So I don't 
I don't need a quarter. I have Jordan Love. I want to see what I got. You can't do much worse than Rodgers did this year. I mean, they went on a crazy streak there at the end. But I'll, I'd like to see what Jordan Love has. You don't have the receivers to help. You don't have the infrastructure right now to get Rodgers over the hump. He needs help. He's got a good running game, and that's about it. So I think Rodgers will be gone. So, just, your face says you disagree with everything I just Well, said. yeah, because they started off so poorly and then rattled off like six or seven wins in a row. So did the Jaguars. Right. And are you saying Trevor Lawrence is a terrible quarterback? I would. I would let's put it this way. If I was a Titans fan, I would take Trevor Lawrence because we have. I'm a team that has a quarterback position. Kind I of understand. Awesome. Like I understand the age thing. But and I everything. don't want Trevor Lawrence. Right, but because yeah, he is kind of bad right now. <laughs> he's not like Zach Wilson bad, but okay. he's not. He's not. He's not good either. I just like Rogers with the way that they started their first eight games. Everybody was like, "Oh, Green Bay's done." Yeah, and then for them to make it to Week 18 and have a win-and-end game. Like, he had to build relationships with those receivers. Like, his number one was gone, went to Vegas. Mm -hmm. And then the only guy that was really left was Lazard, because Tunyon isn't that great. uh, He's a regular tight end. Yeah. So, what he was able to do down the stretch, I would still take him in a heartbeat. It wasn't him, though. It was. He's not the one that did all that. Yes, it is. No, his stats were horrific. To start the season, yeah. Oh, hold on. Let me see if I can find this. I hate talking about things when I don't fully. Rodgers. Like, his his stats were not Rodgers-level stats because he's won the MVP two years in a row. So, I get that he's, like, he doesn't put up the MVP number, so he's had a down year. But he won the MVP two years in a row. Literally last year and the year before. He did, but I don't know if he should have been. <laughs> okay. I just he loses. He's he loses. He's a loser. He 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 he's he as great. It's like the Tony Romo. You put all his great season stats up. When the when the chips are down, he can't pull it. He cannot pull it off. But he gets. Uh, he didn't this year. But he gets you in the playoffs. So you have a shot. Yeah. So he'd be good to go. Like the, the Packers are rebuilding. They don't want to say it, but they're rebuilding. Rodgers is the final piece. They need to trade him for what they can get. You see if they can use Jordan Love and start building around them. But you're saying as a Titans fan, you wouldn't take Rodgers for a year? I would. Only because of the situation <laughs> that we're I mean, Tannehill threw 11 touchdowns this year. I'll take anyone else at this point. Take Tyler Huntley. He's a pro bowler. I'll take, I'll take Huntley. I don't, if someone that's been active and can run, I'm fine. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here, here's the stats of Rodgers. So over the final eight games, I'm putting this together, so just bear with me here. Mm-hmm. Okay, over the last eight games, he had... 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 touchdowns. Okay. That's not That's not great. It's not bad he either. He also had 2, 3, 4, 5 interceptions, 12 to 5 ratio. Um, I just don't – it doesn't jump off the paper at me that I need to – I need to bring this guy back for sure. And he every year so, he wants to quit. Every I don't want someone like that. Not with, not with someone who's not going to get me past any level of the playoffs. Okay. So you're complaining about Tannehill only having 11 passing touchdowns. Yes. In the whole season. Yes. Right. Rodgers had 12 over the last eight games. Yes. And you, as a, if you were a Packers exec mm-hmm. or manager or whatever, you're like, well, he wasn't that good. So let's see what we have with Jordan Love. I think about like Madden. So when I get an aging quarterback. It, this it, isn't Madden. I know. I'm just, just <laughs> shimmy out. Shimmy out. 
So you know this guy, you're probably within a year or two retiring, regardless of how he sure. is. In Winston Super Bowl, he's definitely gone. But at that point, you're, you're glad you have him. Sure. But he's probably gone the next two years. He, <clears throat> by then, he'll be 38, 39. Like, I think he's done. I, he doesn't seem to have that same fire like Brady does. It doesn't mean he doesn't want to play. It's just different. Um, I think by the time you get that old, it takes a lot of work. Anyway, I'm digressing. So I would trade him for what I could get because you could probably easily get a first-round pick out of Rodgers, if not like two first-round picks based on what the Russell Wilson trade got. He outplayed Russell by a lot last year. Right. So I, I feel like you make the trade. You Now you have all the first-round picks. Assuming Jordan Love is even a decent quarterback, now you have three first-round picks in the next – or four first-round picks in the next two years – and you're loaded, and you can rebuild your team, and now you have a contender rather than because as soon it doesn't matter what you build around Rodgers, as soon as he's gone, it, it's gone, it it collapses instantly, because um, mm-hmm. Jordan Love's going to take time to get up and running. So that's just that's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean the catch with trading him is he's going to make like fifty five million dollars next year, yeah, or sixty, whatever it is. Um, I don't think teams are going to. I don't think the draft capital is going to be as much as you think it is. No, you're right. It, it would have to be like a, like a Titans would make sense because you could trade Tannehill and you would swap. Now, Tannehill has less of a cap hit than Rodgers, but you'd be helping the Titans out considering, I think, mentally we're ready to move on. Mm-hmm. So we could take that cap hit and give you some, maybe a first-round pick attached to it, and we'll take we'll take Rodgers for a year or two. But most, yeah. to your point, most teams, like the Jets, aren't going to do that. I guess you know what to that back. The Jets could do that because they don't have a quarterback they're paying. So that right. could work. But there's only a handful of teams that could do that. Yeah, I mean, what I've heard is the Jets, because they hired Nathaniel Hackett, which I firmly believe is what the Broncos were hoping last year. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure the Jets were like, hey, if we hire Nathaniel Hackett, we got a shot at Rodgers. So I've heard them. I've heard the Raiders because of Devontae Adams. Um and then there was someone else. It was an NFC team, which I doubt they would trade him no, in the no. NFC. I don't think they would. I wouldn't. Yeah. So, I I mean, if he plays, I ultimately think he stays in Green Bay. I thought he was gone last year. I remember telling Tyler Burns, yeah. like, oh, this is the last time. And that was two years ago, I guess. This is the last time you see Rodgers in a Green Bay Packers jersey, and he's been back and been great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't see him leaving. I I just I don't. Okay. Like he's he's such a like chill dude because of all the other stuff that he's doing. <laughs> um where like going to New York doesn't make sense because he'll be under all this extra scrutiny. Like, doesn't matter that you've been a great quarterback, a Hall of Fame quarterback. We yeah. we want you to win now. Yeah. And like with Vegas, it's Vegas and it's gonna be way more upbeat and high pace and everything. Like, Green Bay is this small little football town. Could that, you imagine him going to the Jets, though? With Brees Hall back there, Garrett Oh, Wilson, yeah. That would be amazing. Um, even Corey Davis, you get another receiver in there. Like, Oh, yeah. That would be amazing. Yes. They would be instant Super Bowl contenders. That receiver, that receiver corp, like, just with two, those two receivers, Corey Davis and, uh, oh, my gosh. Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, Jesus Pete's. Mm-hmm. That is a complete upgrade from what he's doing. I think if Corey Davis went to the Packers right now, he'd be the number one receiver. I believe that. I just, I just, I don't think that rookie is Dotson, and they haven't showed enough consistency to be a number one receiver. Yeah. You well, can't really shit on Corey Davis because he has Zach Wilson. So, right. It's a little, it, every, even right. The fact that Wilson did what he did with Zach Wilson's impressive. <laughs> right. A lot of Wilson's there. A lot of Wilson's. Um, Derek Carr. 
I think and hope he comes to Tennessee. Um, I think you trade away Tannehill um, as a backup. I think no matter what happens, the Tennessee is going to require someone to take Tannehill if we make mm-hmm. a trade. Um, and I think Carr will be a vast upgrade from Tannehill. I mean, Tannehill two years ago was amazing. He's kind of just slowly kind of falling off. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be amazing. Uh, the Jets could take Carr. I mean, Carr will upgrade a lot of different quarterback rooms. I mean, you could say yeah. if Lamar goes somewhere else, Baltimore could go for Carr. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay would work. Um, the Saints, if they could afford him, mean, actually their cap space is bad. They 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 wrecked that team at the end of Drew Brees. Oh yeah. Oh, it's it's yeah. They're, they need like two more years to like, like even out. Like, let's go play. We'll see you in two years. <laughs> um, there's so many teams that can upgrade. I mean, you could you could take them to the Forty ers if you wanted. I mean, you got mm-hmm. two people recovering. Like, take them there. I mean, you, you think Garoppolo would just sign a one year deal and call it a day, but also he can get a mega contract somewhere. So. Green Bay, if Rodgers goes, you could send him to Green Bay. Yeah. Like, there's so many places Derek Carr can go. Would you rather have Carr or Garoppolo? Carr. I think he's a great passing quarterback. I I, I think Garoppolo, if you see him over the stats, it was, it, you're more likely to win if Garoppolo doesn't throw a touchdown. Right, right. But, but that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that's ridiculous. And the thing is, like, that's not just like we did three games and did the stats. Like, that's that's over his entire career. Yeah. He has a better chance of winning when he doesn't. Like, could you imagine throwing a touchdown being like, Damn it! Lose. <laughs> right. Like, why did you? Bro, what are you doing, Jimmy? Drop the pass, man. Like, that's I can't imagine having that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I take. I would take Carr. He's younger. I think he's got the talent, and I like. Yeah. I like, I like Carr's. I like Garoppolo too, but Carr's personality I actually like. He doesn't. He's not a whiner. He's a, right. He wants to win. I mean, he seems like a great teammate. Yes, and that's what I mean. The fact that Devontae Adams wanted to go there to play with him again because he's such a great teammate from college. I, I mean, that, I think that goes a long way. Mm-hmm. I would rather take. I'd rather have Carr. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, I know with Carr, like it would make. I, I was digging into this. It would make zero sense for the Raiders to hold on to him and try to trade him. Yeah. So, the I, the deadline is a few days after the Super Bowl for them to cut him. If yeah. they don't cut him, they owe him forty million dollars. Yeah. Um, and he's already told them he doesn't want to play for him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, at that point, you're just hoping for any like someone's someone has had to have called, but they know the Raiders are going to cut him. So why even bother trading? Like, well, and that's the kind of game you're playing. Right, it's, it's like the waiver wire. Like, while well, picking the waiver wire, like, will, will you? Right. What if someone jumps in front? Because any team, if I'm any team, I I go for Derek Carr, mm-hmm. no matter what. I don't care if I'm the Bengals. I go for Derek Carr. Like, put him put him behind Burrow for a year. You know, Burrow's a starter. Yeah, but I don't care. Like I'll, I'll hold him. Maybe someone gets hurt. I use him for freaking trade bait. I don't know. Like I would pick up Derek Carr if I were the Bengals. <laughs> Why not? Uh, well, uh, I mean, I get like if you if you have a struggling quarterback, I feel like if you have like a Lamar that's getting hurt, you put Carr behind him. Yeah, it's not going to be good because they're right. going to be training for at least Carr can show up every freaking game and play. Right. Um. But yeah, I, I think that's the game of chicken you play though. It's just mm-hmm. you, you put a you know second round pick out there and go get them. And hope and then hope got because someone's gonna pick him up. There's gotta be ten oh, yeah. teams that are willing to pick him up. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean he is like a top twelve or fifteen quarterback. And that's just hard to find. It is obviously it's a weird time we're in, man. Yeah. Well, these you know these quarterbacks, these I think when you were kids, these quarterbacks were on teams for at least ten years. Even if they mm-hmm. were eh, you just you just cause you could not find a quarterback. But Carr actually has a no trade clause in his contract. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, so he gets yeah. to pay. So he can, he can just sit there and be like, pay me or cut me. Right. But if they cut him, then he can go over the heck he chooses. Exactly. So, and you know it's, someone's going to pay him. I wouldn't right. hesitate. If, if my boy, uh, Captain Massage, got paid a guaranteed contract, I mean, I don't know how he couldn't get a huge contract. Yeah. I mean, he probably get paid more than what the Raiders would pay him. That's true. Like, if he gets 10 teams fighting for him? Desperate. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any other quarterback stuff? Kyler Murray sucks. <laughs> okay. Uh, coaching. Not a discussion. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Head, head coaches. Play footsie again. Oh, I'm sorry. That was my bad. That First time. time was okay. Second yeah. time was weird. <laughs> I initiated that yeah. time. Uh, <laughs> Is it because I say I take a grenade for you? Is that what happened? Exactly. Yeah. Just never mind. <laughs> uh, so the Broncos. Broncos hired Sean Payton. Or I guess they traded for him. They didn't hire him, really. Such a weird scenario. Yeah. Uh, so that was the big... Like, the big fish in the head coaching world was Sean Payton. There were a lot of people who just thought he wasn't going to get signed because nothing happened or nothing was happening. And then the Broncos, out, not really out of the blue, but um, kind of randomly uh, finalized this deal with him. So they're sending the Saints their first-round pick this year, which they've just gotten from Miami for Bradley Chubb. They're sending a second-round pick next year. Uh, and I think the Saints are sending a third-round pick next year back with Sean Payton. Uh, but he's going to be making a huge amount of money oh, as a yeah. coach. Uh, like, I've heard around $20 million, which is crazy. Um, and so now we have – we were talking about this before we started recording. The Broncos – the head coach can no longer be an excuse. Like, no. they've run this carousel of – coordinators that they've hired as coaches for the first time and they are there for a year or two or three and the team plays bad and they're like well the coach is new so it's probably the coach's fault and he gets fired it's not going to be Peyton's fault no so like Russ is going to need to play better all those veterans are going to need to play better like Cortland Sutton if he's still there has to play better I, I don't think he'll be there but I agree well, yeah like I like the hire for that reason I don't know that Sean Payton is going to instantly turn that team around, no. but he's going to hold guys accountable. Well, he'll build a culture, which we yeah. talked about two weeks ago, last week or two weeks ago. Um, but yeah, I, Russell, this is a big year for Russell, because if he oh, comes yeah. in and throws less than 20 touchdowns and they only win <laughs> six or seven games, I just feel like he's going to be potentially trade bait, if not cut bait. Now He's I owed a lot of money. But, so. This is the first year they lose their first-round pick. Next, you lose the first-round pick. After that, the Russell damage is done. Mm-hmm. Now, the Sean Payton damage is going to be there probably for, you know, he's going to be your coach for a few years probably. Yeah. But after that, like, you can you can check that off. Like, all right, we got our picks back from Russell. That's done. You're going to lose some dead cap space. But if he is that bad of a quarterback and he's mm-hmm. not producing, you have to cut him or trade him. Someone will take him. Yeah. Um, but I think this is a big year for Russell. I mean, I'm assuming he'll throw, he'll play, but he can't play much worse. Exactly. He'll play better than, okay, let's give him one more year. And then if he struggles, I think the third year is the, like, it's some stupid amount of money towards the cap, mm-hmm. but they don't have picks. So you, right. you better hope your right. GM can, can draft well, because they don't have first or second round picks. No. So you have to hit third and fourth rounders. Like, you have to hit big, at least each draft, at least one impact player. Otherwise, you're going to have a stale team or a big free agency either way, but they don't have a lot of money. That's the thing. Like, they they had a ton of injuries this past year, so hopefully guys come back healthy and the team is closer to what we thought it was going to be. But you're right. Like, you're not finding a gym with each draft pick. Yeah. 
And you're also not finding gyms with every free agent signing. Like you really have to be strategic with that stuff. And so Russ is going to have to play way better because they're not really going to be able to add to the team. Yep. And so, you know, we might not be bringing back Sutton. Like Judy will be there. Mm-hmm. Javante Williams will hopefully be back and be good. He should be. You know, coming off a knee injury is tough. Um, so, like, I, I don't see them adding any impact players. So Russ has to play better. Yeah, they can go get like a maybe like an agent receiver, like AJ Green retired, but maybe you go out and trade for a Corey Davis. Maybe you go out and get like a Robert Woods from the Titans because they cut him or something. Maybe you go out and you, maybe you go trade for somebody yeah. or um, get someone coming off. You know, someone that's not being signed. I don't know, but you're gonna have to do something. That's gonna mm-hmm. have to be creative because you have no no trade value because you don't want to be like the Lakers where you're like you're trading. Right. Like I don't know if you're even allowed to do that once past a certain amount of time. I don't I don't know. But the Lakers are offering their 2029 pick for Kyrie Irving. Like, yeah, is, is it worth it? Is is it worth selling your future for the next six years? Right, so you might win a championship. Not in a like basketball is different. There's like five good teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You you're gonna have to beat a lot of good teams on the way to yep. the championship. Yep, NBA is just different. But yeah, um, I'm I'm very curious to watch Russell this year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you mentioned culture. The one that I think is exciting is Houston. With D'Amico yes. Ryans. Like, so he was the defensive coordinator for the 49ers. Um, so he got hired on as head coach at Houston. Um, he used to play there. Mm-hmm. And so this is his first head coaching gig. They have the second pick. So they're probably going to get either Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. So he's going to have this young team that was very, very bad with a rookie quarterback that, like, you know, on one hand, it's he kind of gets to build the team how he wants, but yeah. on the other, it's like with as short attention spans as we have now, like you need to be successful quick. Yeah, you got two years. In the first year, you better win like five or six games. I don't know if they will. Here's what here's an honest guy what I would do because these quarterbacks nowadays, you get these hurts. Jalen Hurts second round is great. You get Trevor Lawrence the first overall. He is struggling more than other quarterbacks. Like these quarterbacks are uh, just because they're taking high anymore doesn't mean they're great. Mm-hmm. I trade the second pick. I sign Garoppolo in the free agency to a three or four year deal. I get a I get a stupid amount of picks, like at least three first round picks for that pick. Because like you said, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, those are the quarterbacks going because the the top spot is Chicago. Chicago, right? they don't need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go, I trade it, and I get three first round picks and load up because you have bad teams that are trading, which means they're probably going to be bad the next year or two. You're going to have high picks. And his t- two two years, there it, it extends everything out. So okay, I have picks next year. Like, let me go. Let me show you what I can do. And you, Garoppolo is a capable quarterback. Yeah. If you've made it to the NFC Championship twice, you are a capable quarterback. I don't care who you are. Doesn't mean he's going to be better than CJ Stroud, but I know what he gives me too. Yeah. You give him a running game and load that defense up. Looks very similar to the 49ers. It's not a bad idea. No, that's what I would do. Because you know, like a Titans team, or like you have like all these different teams. There's like six guys that are teams that need quarterbacks. They'll trade up. Mm-hmm. If I was Tennessee, I'd be trading up. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think the struggle is you have to deal with Mahomes and Burrow and Allen now. You do and you don't. You do you, long term. You do. Right. But in the AFC South, you do not. No. All you have to do is beat Trevor Lawrence and Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Who else is there? Uh, Matt Ryan. Yeah, whoever the Colts Is it Jeff Saturday, a quarterback? I can't remember. (laughs) So, 
I mean, that's really all you have to do is finish. It could it could have been Nick Foles. <laughs> You don't have to. You don't have to beat Mahomes and Allen. No one expects you to. Yeah, but you also want to pick that high probably again. So, because that's the, that's the thing. You can get Garoppolo, which you kind of know his ceiling, and what you're going to get, or you get CJ Stroud or Bryce Young, who you don't, and they could be the next. I don't want to say Mahomes. I don't think we'll see it, the next Mahomes for a while. Yeah, um, but like, you know. A Jalen Hurts or a Joe Burrow. I don't see either of them like Burrow, but you know what I'm saying. Well, or do you put you, you go the, the car route and David Carr yeah. started the franchise, <laughs> Derek Carr into <laughs> the franchise. That's the way to do it. Does it cost you? You still trade the pick down. You get a bunch of first round picks with some players, and now all of a sudden you got three or four pieces instead of and your quarterback is a capable quarterback in a weak division. That's the answer. That's the answer. Do your brother Carr start the car. Do your shirt start the car. <laughs> <laughs> With two R's. <laughs> if he goes to Houston, we have to trademark that. Yes, start the play. Like, yeah, damn, you are here. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm going to sell those shirts. Uh-huh. They're going to make hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Tens and tens of dollars, probably. You see, tens and tens of views. <laughs> Still one of my favorite commercials. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, this will be, I'm so excited. I mean, it's supposed to be fun, but I'm so excited to come like early April to start talking about the draft and everything. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be excited. We're going to be a NASCAR podcast during March. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Mike will be in NASCAR podcast. <laughs> I'll be down here like, they're back in a left-hand turn! Yee-hee! <laughs> It'll be great. Uh, but actually, I thought they just, they, that's what they do. They make left Pretty much. It is fun now. They have some road courses. Yeah, we'll talk about it. But yeah. it, it's a good, we'll talk about it in March. <laughs> yeah, we won't talk about it on here, guys. <laughs> Don't worry. No, we won't. Um, but yeah. So that's Super Bowl. I think that's it. Super yeah. Bowl. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited. to either, either I get to watch Mahomes lose or I win 280 bucks. I'm cool either way. It's a win-win. It is a win-win. Nice. Um, watch my home legacy crumble beneath him. Oh, all of a sudden he goes from the dominant quarterback to, oh no, I've lost about two Super Bowls now. Oh god, mm-hmm. what's that mean? Mm-hmm. That's Peyton Manning territory. Yeah, it is. And Peyton's great, but he also came back and won the second one. Yeah, he did. So, yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't. Really he was there, and that's important. He was there. Yeah. And he he got the ring. Yeah. He got so the ring. you know, thanks, Paul Miller. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> As always. But yeah, so. Uh, that's our preview for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Obviously, some other stuff that we talked about. Uh, we'll be back next week to recap the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Um, and then we'll you know, have some other news, I'm sure, that'll yeah. come out. Uh, and we'll go from there. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you.